Good morning, everyone. Everyone can find a seat. Welcome to Woodland Life Center on this beautiful Mother's Day. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out here today. Well, today I'm here to talk to you about choices. How many here know about the pregnancy center that we have here in Woodland Park and in Cripple Creek? Awesome. Well, for those of you that don't know about us, I'm going to share a little bit about that. We have been in business for over 30 years, and we offer free pregnancy testing, free limited ultrasounds, and free STI testing. And if they choose to parent, they can be in our program from the time that they find out they're expecting until their child's in 3T clothing. And the amazing part of that is they earn virtual baby bucks for coming to classes that they meet with a mentor for that entire time. So it could be going on almost four years. And they build relationship, which I believe this church is all about relationship and all about community. And that's what we do at Choices as well. We meet with that client for that time and just pour into their lives. And I'm going to put Sandra on the spot, <laughs> but I'm going to have her stand up. But she's been mentoring her one of her clients who's now on her third little one. <laughs> and it's just been a journey, hasn't it, Sandra? <laughs> Absolutely. Our goal is to love and support anyone who walks through those doors. And to give you an idea, when we do the ultrasounds, even if we have a young lady that's saying there's no other way, that she just has to have an abortion, there's, she just can't see any other way of making it. Once they see that little blimp of a heartbeat on that ultrasound screen, 98% have chosen life. So it's an amazing tool. So today as you leave, we have these baby bottles out here in the foyer. And what I'd love you to do is just put some donations in that, put a $100 bill, checks, we accept any form of cash. And then you're going to return that around Father's Day. So on Father's Day Sunday, you can bring your baby bottle back. And if you forget, you can always drop it by either of the Choices office. But thank you again for letting me share about life. Because we know on Mother's Day especially, it is so important. And my phone, there's my microphone. Camp season is on us. Are we ready for that? I'm sure you've been, I know Golden Bell is, and we have some of our Golden Bell summer staffers here. Would you guys just stand so we can say hello to you and welcome to what, yeah. Thank you. you, you can be seated, you don't have to stand the whole time, and uh, 
you're going to have an awesome summer. I'm just believing that. And God is going to touch you, but he's also going to use you. And um, so what an exciting, it's really exciting for us that we get to partner with them. Uh, Golden Bell Camp is our camp, and we're the home church for camp. And, and so it's just wonderful to be able to partner with them and, and to kind of come around these uh, students who, who have chosen to spend their summer here with us serving. They're just going to be pouring themselves out all week long. And my hope, my call, my, my request to you, church, is that when they come on Sunday, just love on them and encourage them. We want this to be a real refueling time for them while they're here with us on Sunday mornings, okay? Um, and, then I'll, and so uh, with that in mind, um, if, if you haven't determined what your kids are going to be doing for camp this summer, please check out Golden Bell's website to uh, look at some of the many options that they have. And you know, I'm sure you'll find a great spot for your kid or your children to uh, fit in there. And then I also remind us today that we are partnering with other churches in town here for a day camp option. And that is coming in about a month, okay? So we have information out there at the Welcome Center. Um, you'll want to make sure if... if if you want to participate in that, and we have scholarships, the church is offering scholarships for all of the camp options, so uh, please take time, be thinking about that, but it is fast approaching, and really you need to get yourself signed up for any or all of that really good stuff. And then on, on a personal note, thank you for uh, allowing my family to head up to NNU. Do we have anybody from NNU here today? We now have two NNU alums in the house. All right, Melinda and myself, thank you for allowing us to go up and, and enjoy my graduation, uh, master's degree, so um, that's pretty exciting. And I've had a number of people asking me, well, what do we call you now? Um, I've already heard a few calling me master pastor today. Um, you know, those are... So what, what I've decided is that from this point forward, I'm going to be known as the Sermonator. <laughs> Please don't call me that. My wife got me this shirt for my birthday. I've just been waiting for the right moment to debut it. I thought today would be great. But thank you again for your support. Uh, it took five years, took a lot of energy, a lot of my time. Uh, so thank you for your grace during all that. And I hope and pray that it will bear fruit, um, that uh, maybe it's made me a little smarter, uh, a little bit better reader, studier, all that kind of stuff. Hey, I, thank you for coming today. I want to invite you to stand up, greet a few people around you. If there's somebody you don't recognize near you, introduce yourself, get to know a name, and let's join together in worship.
testify that you are good. You are good and you are deserving of our praise and our worship and our honor and glory. Jesus, it's all for you this morning. this room right now into this space we take a moment to be still just to rest in your goodness and your presence and your love Jesus we invite you here you to think about why. What has he been doing in your life that makes him worthy? How has he shown you his grace and his love? Just think about it for a moment. Jesus, we just choose to dwell on you right here and right now. 
together one more time. And we cry, holy, holy, holy. We cry, holy, holy, holy. Yes, we cry, holy, holy, holy. Is the Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. quick um before we sing this next song i just god is just like Kanisha, you gotta say something this is this is like the mom song right here that we're gonna sing and um you know i'm not gonna ask you to raise your hands and i just really feel like god's asking me to be vulnerable so you know as i'm as a mom we have five kids it is never clean in our house for more than five minutes um and I, you know, I, I get, I am so insecure about my house and because there's these kids running all over the place and, and it's been, I mean, my husband can attest, it's been a source of insecurity for me for a while. And, you know, my mom really tried to help me with this because she's awesome. And um, she's like, you know, when you buy a cow, you got to expect the mess that comes with it. <laughs> when you have kids, you got to expect the mess that comes with them. And so I tried to look at our house as, you know, we're a beautiful mess, and I spend more time playing with my kids and cleaning, and, and that's okay. So, you know, and when they're little, I wanted to speak to young moms, too. I felt so alone because it's, a, it's hard work to take kids out of the house when they're little. It's hard to take kids out of the house when they're big. Um, but I think that's a really special time in our lives where we're just pouring in and pouring and pouring in and and we t don't take showers sometimes and you know we forget to eat and you know and then we kind of lift our heads up and we're like oh my gosh I haven't you know been outside of my house in a week and it's it can be a very alone feeling you know when you're going through all these different emotions of being a mom and what it really means is it's is we get the chance to pour into our kids now. We're getting this chance to, to, to raise these beautiful men and women of God because they are our future. So don't ever underestimate the job you were doing and all the little bitty things like your house <laughs> and the mess and not taking showers and not eating, you know, because it, it's, it's really all small in the long run. You know, it's, it's, what you're giving to them, the love that you're giving to them. That's what that's what it's really, really truly about.
faithful. He is reliable. He's steadfast. The name that, the name of our Father that is in the Bible is He is our cornerstone. He's the rock on which we stand.
Yeah. 
sing it out, church. You know this. So I'll stand with arms high and heart abandoned. Him of the one who gave it all. Oh, I'll stand my soul, Lord, to you surrendered all. I am his yours. church sometimes when we're worshiping it's hard to find words sometimes when we're trying to pray we're at a loss for words it's in those moments that he's just asking for your heart invite you to release your heart into his hands right now, church. It's reckless abandon. It's scary. It's fearful. But it's trust. It's trust in our cornerstone. your heart. 
Jesus, these words are not just words on a screen, but they are the cries of our hearts today. You and you alone are worthy of our praise and adoration. You are the God of all the universe, creator and sustainer of all things. We acknowledge that reality. We embrace that truth. We, we allow it to saturate our hearts and our minds. And it has profound impact on us as we consider our needs, our burdens, our concerns, the things that weigh heavy on us. We acknowledge that you, being the eternal God that you are, and you have called us to come and lay down our burdens at your feet. We choose to do that right now. And church, I just give you a minute or two with your own words out of your own circumstances. Release your burdens to him now. Unload your heart and your mind. It's just you and Jesus. Entrusting ourselves to you. You are our God, you are our King, our Lord, our Savior, our Redeemer, and our friend. We worship you today in spirit and in truth. And it's in Christ's name we all pray. And everybody said, Amen. You may be seated. One of the great things that we get to do today is welcome into our church family our new associate pastor and his beloved. So Jake and Bethany, would you come up and stand next to me? Can we welcome? Can we, I'm going to borrow this microphone because... Not only do we get to see their lovely faces, we'd like to hear their awesome voices. Um, we installed Jake today, and one of the things, the few main things that Jake is going to be handling for us, um, he's our associate pastor, we'll be referring to him that way, but a few of the things that he's going to carry for us is all of our recreational activities, the things that we have started things that are going and going well. Um, he's going to begin to oversee those as well as starting some other stuff. We've got volleyball equipment that we haven't even set up yet. And uh, so we, we've got plenty of other things that we can be doing here to 
connect with each other, but connect with our community. Um, as I've reported before, it, uh, we've got amazing outreach that's happening with our community through our recreational activities. We've now cleared over 130 young men that we have connected with through our basketball program on Tuesday nights. That, that is amazing. Okay? <clears throat> That's just in, in, in under a year amount of time. Okay? So, tremendous opportunity for ministry to have Jake come on staff and take these things over and give 100% energy into that is, uh, to me, the sky is the limit for what will be accomplished. Not only that, though, he is going to take over young adult ministries, um, and as you can tell, they fit the bill for that, right? Um, so um, he's going to be connecting in with our, our young adults and, and really build that uh, ministry, which is desperately needed, not just here, but it's desperately needed in our community. Um, and so I'm very excited about those touch points. So enough about me talking about you. Will you just say hello to us, let us hear your voice, and maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, where All you came right. from. So uh, it's great to be here. We're very excited. Uh, we came from Oklahoma City. I've served on a church there for the last three years. Bethany and I both, both graduated from Southern Nazarene University in 2015. We are uh, excited about that, but excited to be here. The big news that we have, some of you may know, is Bethany is about 13 weeks pregnant. Woohoo! Has anybody told you Happy Mother's Day today? Yes. Happy Mother's Day! How exciting! So that's the uh, she's due in November. So we're looking forward to that and preparing the. In the coming months for that, as well as just getting to know as many of you as we can and connect with y'all uh, through the different activities and different times that we'll get to spend with y'all, uh, hopefully over the next several years. Awesome. Well, I, um, I think what I'd like for you to do, if you guys will just come stand right here and face me, and then I want to invite our church board and our staff Jake's mom and dad, if you guys want to come up. In case you didn't recognize the last name, Metcalf, Jake's mom and dad are camp directors at Golden Bell. So, uh, but if you guys would come up, we, we want to pray over them as we install them this morning. And he, here's, the, here's the thing that we understand. We, we appoint, but God anoints. Amen? Okay, we appoint. But God anoints. So as we are appointing him as associate pastor today, we're calling upon the Holy Spirit to descend on him and anoint him for ministry in our community, in our space. Um, so if you'll just join us in prayer, I'm just going to speak this prayer out over us. Jesus, we thank you for Jake and Bethany. We thank you for the experience that they've already had in ministry we thank you for the knowledge that he brings to us today with, with his sports management degree, but with a pastor's heart. And we uh, appoint him, we put him in the position of associate pastor today, appointing him to the tasks and duties of, of pastoring 
through our recreational ministries, through our adult ministries, through whatever connections that he has um, that, or that he will make. But as we appoint him, we're asking you, God, that you would anoint him, that you would flood him with the empowerment of your Holy Spirit to accomplish your tasks in our community, in our church, in our church community, in Woodland Park, in Teller County. Open doors, build bridges, give him vision, and give him the ability, fill him with the ability to carry that vision out. I pray that you will empower him to equip the saints, that he will be a leader of leaders as he oversees all the, the many things that are happening here and all the things that are yet to come. I thank you, Jesus, that you don't just hear our prayers, but that you, you act on them, and that even right now you are anointing him for this position. Thank you for what you're doing now. Thank you in advance for what you're going to do in him, through him, in them, and through them. And it's the mighty name of Jesus we all pray, and everybody said, Welcome, brother. Thank you. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. How awesome is that? Very exciting. I want to invite our ushers to join me up here as we want to continue our worship time through our giving. And Mia has a special song that she's prepared this morning that she'll share with us. Jesus, you are our provider. Thank you for the provision that has come and for the provision that is going to come. Take what we have to offer you today. Use it. Bless it, multiply it, accomplish your kingdom purposes with it. Build your church with it, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. I just want to talk about this song really quick. It's, it's a really short song, I promise. If you're new here, usually church service isn't this long. There's a lot of extra stuff today, so, so you know. Um, this is a Mother's Day song. This goes out to all the mothers this morning. Um, whether you're a biological mother or whether you are an aunt and mother your niece or whatever, I believe that motherhood is just a God-given gift um, that women can have for anyone, not just their biological children. But So this song is for you, um, but the song is also for my mother. Um, I... Sorry, my throat. Um, my mother has been um, an incredible influence in my life. Um, this song is about loving your children, um, even when they um, stray from the path or don't love you back or whatever. This is a song that she used to sing to me when I was little, and so um, this is just a thank you, Mommy, for, for loving me through all the times that I've been annoying and disrespectful and 
you know, a bad child, um, <laughs> which, ha which happens more than you might think. Um, she has just loved me through it. Um, and I hope that one day I might be half of half the woman that she is because she is amazing. And so here we go. I'm going to try not to cry. How do you follow that? Do we have enough tissue for everybody on that one? Or is that just me? Ephesians chapter 6. Verses 1 through 3. Short passage today. As we're opening that, I want to invite the children in here because we have our kids with us here today. But all the kids just come up and join me up on the stage. I, I want to talk to you a few moments. Kids, you know who you are. Come on. Just come on up here and have a seat. We love looking at you. Come on up, just have a seat on the floor. There you go, very good. 
So I have a question. Raise your hand to answer, and I'm going to put the microphone in your face so everybody can hear you, you speak, okay? It's on. What is something that you love about your mommy? That she takes care of us. Very good answer. How she provides us food. Okay. How she lets us like do what we want. I didn't have a mommy like that. <laughs> she forgives us. Yes. She um, she loves us. She loves us. Anybody else? Yes, buddy. Her cooking. Her cooking. Right on. She gives grace. Grace. She does her best. She does her best. One more. She just loves us. She loves us. That is a common theme, right? Okay, now, this verse, these verses that we're reading today, look what it says. You can see it right there on that TV. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. So here's another question. You can just shout out the answer to this one, okay? All at once. Is it, easy, is, is it easy or hard to obey your parents all the time? Hard. Okay. Easy. easy. He gets a prize today, Mom. So why is it so hard? So now I'm going to put the microphone back in your face, so raise your hand. Why is it so hard, do you think, to obey your parents sometimes? As you see other people do that type of stuff. Okay, good answer. Because it might not be something that you want to do. Mm. It's because you just want to play. Because <laughs> you just want to play. That you don't want to do it. You just don't want to do it. Because you feel that they're wrong. Okay, yes. Don't want to do the chores. Don't want to do But your mommy lets you do whatever you want to anyways. <laughs> Probably not. Did you have an answer too? No. Okay. Hey, those are excellent answers. Can we give them a hand as they head on back to their families? Head on back to your seats. Good job, baby girl. I think they said it, and I don't know that they you could say it any better. Because sometimes we just don't want to do what's right. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. In fact, the, the in the Lord piece is, is interesting as well. Children, obey your parents. Could just you, you could throw a period right there, and, and there's really enough said. But Paul adds, do this in the Lord. There, there's, there's scripture that supports that, that really whatever we do, whatever we put our energies towards, we should do it as we're doing unto the Lord. And when it comes to honoring our parents, it should have that kind of energy to it. Simply just because it's the right thing to do. Honor your father and your mother, which happens to be the first commandment with a promise. The promise is this, so that it may go well with you 
and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Now, we all, I think, know the Ten Commandments pretty well. I bet if I stuck a microphone in front of random people's faces, they could pretty much call them out for the most part. We, we have the Ten Commandments down pretty well. I, I want to remind you that when, that, that when Jesus was walking the earth, there was this, there was this encounter that he had with, with a, a rich young ruler. And this young man comes to Jesus and he says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Keep all the commandments, Jesus says. And guy's like, yes, I've done this. I, I'm good to go. <clears throat> and then Jesus exposes his heart, the truth about his heart, that it wasn't just about what he was doing, but it was the heart behind it. And unfortunately, that guy walked away sadly, did not receive the answer that he was looking for from Jesus. At one point, Jesus was asked, hey, Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? Now, the, the question really was asked because they were trying to set him up. They were trying to set a trap for Jesus. Jesus' response is pretty simple. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. All of the commandments hang on these two things. Now, when you go to the Ten Commandments and you begin to list them off, you, you notice that, that that is absolutely true. You're going to find one of those commandments hanging from either loving God with all your heart or loving your neighbor as yourself. See, a person that loves God with all their heart, they're, they're not going to take the Lord's name in vain. A, a person that loves God with all their heart, they're going to honor the Sabbath. A person that loves their neighbor is usually not going to kill them. That was funny. It was okay to laugh. A person that loves their neighbor is not going to steal from them, right? You can, you can see that what Jesus' Jesus's answer, this big picture umbrella answer totally makes sense. All of the law and the prophets hang on these two things. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. When you look at this command and and and. Paul is referring to this particular commandment, honor your father and your mother. Our initial perception of this, and I, I, I'm, I think I can speak for all of us, is it's going to hang on love your neighbor as yourself. Digging a little bit, though, I learned this week that that's not really the Jewish perspective. They actually hung that one over here on love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's surprising. But when you let that soak in, when you let that perspective soak in, you, you realize that, that honoring your parents is like honoring God. God has, has, has set up this, this authority structure, this, this system in family. And as the parents 
are being reared up inside of that, as, as the children are being reared up inside of that by the parents. And the children are looking to the parents for guidance, for leadership, for provision, all these things that these kids talked about today. They, they are receiving that from their parents as they would be from God. Now this is, let me talk to the parents here for a moment. Because this, this puts a little bit of pressure on us, and it should. When we are engaging our children, when we are disciplining our children, they, it, it is as if they are receiving that from God. When, they are, when we are encouraging them to learn how to obey us, that's really important because that's going to translate to how they obey God. And I'm telling you, parents, if we are not in the habit of teaching our children to obey, take it to the bank. You will see that lived out in their lives with other authority. They'll have authority issues. They'll have authority issues in their workplaces with their bosses. They'll continue to have authority issues in school with their teachers, with principals. And ultimately, that will exist in their lives when it comes to their relationship with God. But we're flipping this around today. How do we go about honoring our parents? And I realize that as I say that, some of us in here, our parents are no longer alive on this earth. And, and, and some of us in here don't have godly parents. And so sometimes that conflict can exist in our lives. How, how do we honor the ungodly? How do we honor someone who was abusive? Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. What an interesting promise attached to this particular commandment. And when you view it through the viewpoint of not loving your neighbor as yourself, but loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, when it's under that umbrella, it moves it into more of the category of the divine. In other words, my honoring my parents is not contingent upon how they treated me. Now see, I'm, I'm, let me repeat that, because my honoring my mother and my father is not contingent upon how they treated me, how they handled me, how perfectly or imperfectly they did life how perfectly or imperfectly they did parenting. Instead, it, 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 it is functioning in more inside of the divine, where what I'm doing unto them, I'm really doing unto God. Suddenly, when it's painted with that brush, 
It doesn't have to go through a lens of judgment or criticism or unforgiveness and pain. I can honor my parents simply because it's the right thing to do. Because when I do that, I'm honoring God. When I do that, I'm living out my love for my God. Let that soak in, kids. Let that soak in, young adults. And even those of us who our, our parents ourselves yet still have opportunity to honor our own, my own parents. Am, am I honoring them with my words? My, my interactions with them? What is my relationship like with them? Do they feel respected? So that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. So if you were looking for how to have long life on the earth, here's something that the Bible says. Honor your parents and, and your life will be blessed. Think about the amazing aspect of that, it's especially when you're talking about somebody that... Um, that a, a person that, that needs to honor their parents when their parents maybe have not been honorable. What an amazing promise that is attached to that, that when you're functioning in the divine, even though maybe they don't deserve it, when you're functioning in the divine and you, you are honoring your parents, it will not go fruitless. Even if they don't accept it, even if they don't engage it, even if, even if they, they don't receive it, or, or it, even if it doesn't change their behaviors or, or the way they speak or the way they treat you, even if none of that changes, even if the horrible remains horrible here on earth with them, God says, honor them so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. That there is personal blessings that he can and will pour out on us when we simply do what is right. Do what the right thing is. So we choose today to honor our parents. And parents, we choose today to be honorable. 
And that might mean some adjustments need to be made. I hope, okay, I'm a parent, so this is a we-us thing. I hope that in your parenting mentality that you are seeking the Lord on this. That, That you are wanting to do it His way. And you may have to make adjustments with, with each kid just simply because each kid is different and unique. Sometimes we parents, we just have this broad stroke brush and, and everybody's included in that. When really, this is about a relationship God has entrusted, has stewarded these little creatures, these little babies, these children, these human beings into our care. And as we are nurturing them, as we are raising them up, like I said earlier, it's like what they are receiving from us, it's, it's like what they, they, they're receiving it from God. There, there is a divine aspect to this order to this thing called the family. And I understand that some of us, maybe many of us, there's dysfunction in in the family, maybe even brokenness. Okay. So we bring that, we bring that before God. Whatever level of brokenness it is. And we just offer it to him. We ask him, Holy Spirit, give me the strength today to be the parent that you have called me to be, that you have created me to be. Teach me whatever it is that I need to learn today. Give me ears to hear my children's heart. Give me eyes to see their needs. This is I'm telling you, if, if, we, if we took on this kind of mentality as parents, it would be transformational for our children. But children, I want to encourage you, and if you're a child that's 10 or a child that's 50 here today, And your dialogue with your mommies in particular today, but daddies too. I want to encourage you to say something to them today. I'm honoring you. I'm honoring you. And I'm going to continue to honor you. Because it's, it's the right thing to do. Jesus, I realize that this conversation, for some of us in here, this is like, yeah, this is how I, this is how I live my life, and it's, it's like running downhill, it's just easy, and for others in this room, This is like some of the hardest things to hear. 
the Holy Spirit, I'm, I'm, I'm asking that, that you will allow this message to resonate in our hearts. And if there's transformation that needs to happen in our lives, in our, in our relationships with, with, our, with our parents or, or with our children, if there's some kind of restoration that needs to happen, if, if there's healing that needs to happen, if there's apologies that need to be given, forgiveness that needs to be forgiven, if what, whatever is happening on whatever level, I'm asking Holy Spirit that you will release your healing and restoring strength and grace in our lives. I'm asking that you will empower the parents that are in this room to be honorable, to live life God's way, to do life God's way, and to seek your face in all things, especially in regards to our role as parents and just knowing that what our children receive from us is so easily translated by them what they will receive from you and then to us children whether our parents are still living in the same house as us or whether they're in a different state or maybe even no longer walking this earth. That you will show us how to honor our mother, our father with our words, with our lifestyles, our relationship with them. Ultimately, this is about our relationship with you. Somehow in this divine order that you put into place, all of this points to you. All of this highlights the reality of us as your children relating to you our parents so we do this in the Lord because it's the right thing to do and your mercy which has led us to this point and is washing over us now and is giving and is empowering us to move forward from here in the mighty name of Jesus we pray So children, I have a task for you. I want to invite you to come up here with me again if you guys will just stand right up here, kiddos. 
And I want to invite all the women in this room that are 18 years of age or older, if you'll just stand right where you are. All the women that are 18 years of age or older, we want to honor you today. And we have a flower for you today. And our kids are going to distribute these to you today. Now, kids, listen. These are roses. And as every person that was raised in the 80s knows, every rose has its thorns, all right? Thank you very much. You're all day. Be careful as you're grabbing these roses. And I want you to find a lady that's standing up that doesn't have a rose. Yes, you can take one straight to your mommy. That's a good idea. We want every woman to receive one of these. There you go, Haven. That's perfect. You take one to your mommy. And ladies, when you receive your rose, if you'll remain standing, actually have a seat so that we know that everybody received one. As soon as you receive a rose, have a seat. That will help us get one to you. Kids, you are doing awesome. going to be close. I, I sure hope we have one for everybody. Yes. There you go, we got a few back here. Whew. By the skin of our teeth. Ladies, I want to I talk to you about a, a, a wonderful event that's happening this weekend. It's just for you. There is a tea, a tea, um, a Mother's Day tea that is taking place. It is not, it's not just for mommies. It's for the women of our church. If you open up your bulletin, you will see an invitation in there. And there is a phone number on that invitation. And here's what I want to ask you to do. I want to ask you to respond to that phone number. You text, right, Barbara, on your phone? Yes, okay. You can actually text her right now with, with a yes. If you are intending to participate in this event, um, let me tell you that Deja is overseeing the food, so you know it's going to be phenomenal. And if you haven't had Deja's food, trust me. You don't want to miss it, okay? So that's this coming Saturday. They need to know ASAP how many are planning on coming. So if you would RSVP right now, you can text that number with a yes. Uh, if you're planning on bringing somebody with you, a mother, or, or how many in your family are planning on coming, uh, please include that number. The sooner that they have a good idea of how many are coming, the better that they can plan for place settings and amount of food. Um, was there anything else with this announcement that you really wanted to share?
That's it, okay? So please do so. You could do that now, no later than Wednesday. That gives them a few days to um, figure this all out. Okay. Now I want all the ladies to stand again because I want to say a blessing over you as we depart. We just want to honor you. So guys, what, are, what do you think? Are, are we pretty amazed at the women that are in our church? <laughs> Ladies, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine on you. Be gracious to you. May he fill you with his peace. And may you be pampered today. Have an awesome one. We'll see you next week.
when you're full of fences it's like this heart is defenseless against the passion that's pumping through my veins blood sweat tears it's a calling and if i can't walk then i'm crawling they might pick up but they can't kill the pain i can't stop Till I die and then put me in the coffin yeah. Don't matter if I'm on the road or if I'm recording Tell me what you think about